Somebody say thank you, Jesus. 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 The Lord is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. Forgive me for my time tonight. It's not intentional. I have to deal with the spirit of death. The spirit of death just entered my room. That is why I couldn't do the I couldn't come here earlier. I'm going to need everyone here to say a prayer for me. Everybody here. Say a prayer for me. La parada and say a prayer for LC. It is not easy to be with a man of God. It is not easy to be in a relationship with a man of God. Say a prayer for me. Say a prayer for LC right now. We declare, oh God, let there be a settlement. We declare, oh God, let there be a settlement. Let there be a settlement. Let there be a settlement in the mighty name of Jesus. Let there be peace. Let there be peace. 
The spirit of death has no control over us. The spirit of death has no dominion over us. We overcome. We overcome. We overcome. We overcome. We overcome. We overcome. In the name of Jesus. We overcome. In the name of Jesus. We overcome. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say we have overcome. Father, we thank you for your awesome presence. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your protection. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Let the believers say amen. We're going to do this song. It's called You Waited. You came out of your way. The leadings of the Holy Spirit. You see, the devil is trying to keep me from preaching this message to you. The leadings of the Holy Spirit. Part 2. We started last week. We are continuing today. Part 2. Spirit, soul, and body. Spirit, soul, and body. I want everybody to say, Spirit, soul, and body. Come on, everybody. I want to see you. Say, Spirit, soul, and body. This amazing grace. You. And share the link, everybody. Share the link. We are taking off. Share the link. Share the link. Everybody, share the link. I want to see you share the link. Everybody, share the link. 
Adelaide, I see you. God bless you. Mary, I see you. God bless you so much. Everybody share the link. Everybody share the link. Mary, sorry, miracle. God bless you so much. Father, you waited for me. Father, you waited for us. Father, you waited for me, oh God. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. Hmm. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. I'm very tired. I haven't slept today. Hmm. I'm dealing with a lot of things. There are a lot of attacks. The devil knows the anniversary conference is right around the corner and he has decided he is not going to allow us to do it but i know that we serve a living god i know we serve a god who is able to protect we serve a god who is able to catapult us we serve a god who is able to enable us to override to overrule to overcome to triumph he is Elohim I declare over your life that as you are here tonight join hands with me as we triumph over the schemes of the devil over the plans of the devil over the orchestrations of the devil no matter what might come our way we shall rise above it shout yes my God, my God, my God, my God. Hmm. The devil thought I wasn't going to teach tonight. But listen. It is time for the devil to know we are no longer victims. We decide things, we cause changes, we cause shifts in the realms. We do not allow the devil to rule anymore. His reign is over. Shout, his reign is over. Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. Follow carefully. I'm going to go deep into the leadings of the Holy Spirit tonight, but you need to understand the differences, the spirit, the soul, and the body. Genesis chapter 2 verse 7, And the Lord God formed man, or the body of man, please understand, from the dust of the ground. So the Lord God formed the body, the physical body of a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life that is the spirit of god so god breathed his spirit into man and man became a living soul okay so the bible is talking about three things here firstly god formed the physical body of a man from the dust of the ground that is the physical body and now god breathed into the nostrils of that physical body the breath of life and that is the spirit of man and now the bible said man became a living soul so man originally was just dust just a body 
a vessel created from the clay of the ground and then the first thing god did was to breathe his own spirit into that clay understand when god breathed his spirit into that clay the spirit the very moment it touched the clay created another thing called a soul <laughs> do you understand god created man from the dust of the ground that's the physical body and he breathed his breath of life that's the spirit of man into man but the very moment the spirit of god touched that ordinary clay it formed another entity called the soul do you understand so god originally created just a physical thing a clay and then he breathed his own spirit into that clay but the very moment the spirit touched the clay it formed another thing or another entity called the soul that is why man has the body the soul and the spirit first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23 first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23 now may the god of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our lord jesus so this is the apostle paul speaking and he says may the god of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit your soul and your body be preserved blameless so the body is what we call the outward man the physical body that you see is called the outward man the spirit which is also the heart your heart or your spirit is called the inward man and the link between the two the link between the body and the spirit the link between your physical body and your heart which stands for your spirit is called the soul so the soul or the mind is what links your body to your spirit do you understand your heart is also your spirit so whenever we are talking about your inner spirit we are talking about your heart and when we are talking about your soul we are talking about your mind your intellect your mind your soul so your mind connects your body to your spirit do you understand follow carefully in first peter chapter 3 verse 3 do not let your adornment or your beautification be merely outward do not focus on merely outward looks do not focus on beautifying your outward self alone that is not to say do not be beautiful on the outside do not look nice on the outside but the bible is saying do not focus on the outside alone do not focus on the arranging of the hair the wearing of jewels the wearing of or the putting on of 
fine apparel, dressing well. Do not focus on just these things because when you do these things, the only thing you are doing is you are beautifying your outward man. But there is also an inward man. That is your spirit. So 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 4, the Bible says, Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart. The hidden person of the heart, that is your spirit. Your spirit is the hidden person of the heart. So whenever we are talking about your spirit, we are talking about your heart, the hidden person of your heart. With the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit. If a person is truly spiritual, the first sign of their spirituality is gentility and a quiet spirit. You can't be a spiritual person and talk anyhow and not be gentle. Being gentle and having a quiet spirit is what makes your spirit beautiful. That is what the Bible is saying. And the Bible says, this is very precious in the sight of God. If you are truly spiritual, you must learn to be gentle. Are you gentle? Do you talk anyhow? Do you talk to people anyhow? Do you treat people anyhow? Everybody that I have ever seen who is truly spiritual is really, really gentle. They do not try to be gentle. They are just gentle because that is how or that is the sign of your spirituality. Let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit. A spiritual person doesn't talk anyhow. A spiritual person doesn't say things anyhow. A spiritual person doesn't react anyhow. A spiritual person doesn't act anyhow. A spiritual person doesn't do things anyhow because they are beautiful on the inside. They are gentle and they have a quiet spirit. Are we together? Whenever we are talking about the matter of your spirit, we are always talking about the person of your heart. In many places, when the Bible speaks of the heart, it is actually speaking of the spirit, especially in the New Testament. Your spirit, your heart is the real inward man. The heart will help you in your believing and in your faith. In the New Testament, wherever the word heart is used, substitute the word spirit and you will get a clearer picture of what the Bible is talking about. It is the spirit of a man that is born again. Your heart. That is why when you are receiving Jesus, you receive him into your heart because your inward man or your spirit man, your real man is your heart. Am I explaining things? Listen, I'm not talking about your feelings, so I'm talking about your heart. I'm not talking about your emotions. I am talking about your heart. I am not talking about what you have been through. I am talking about your heart. I am not talking about what you think you know. I am talking about your heart. Your heart, that is your inward man. The Bible is saying real beauty of the heart or real beauty of your spirit is gentility and a quiet spirit are you gentle do you have a quiet spirit do not focus on wearing makeups wearing expensive clothes wearing all of these fancy things that is not what truly makes you beautiful if you are beautiful then you have to have a gentle heart and a quiet spirit oh god am i am i speaking to somebody at all you seem dull 
You seem too dull for my liking. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The Bible said, all things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, think about this scripture critically. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the very moment you accept Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, the Bible is saying he is a new creation. Now, my question is, when you are born again, do you become do you truly become a new person does your physical body change when you became born again did your face change did your ear change did your did the shape of your nose change did the shape of your forehead change did the shape of your head change did your physical body change no because the outward man doesn't change it's a body that body is made of clay it's made of dust it it, it doesn't change when you are born again and become a new creator you do not get a new body the outward man is just like it was before if you were bored before you were born again you are still bored afterwards if you had long hair before you were born again you are you still have a long hair if you had a fair complexion you still have that same color when you become born again your body doesn't change so when the bible is talking about you being a new creator the bible is not talking about your body the bible is not talking about your hand the bible is not talking about your face the bible is not talking about your feet the bible is not talking about your lips the bible is talking about something else an inward man not the outward man the outward man remains the same just as god created it the outward man remains the same just as god formed it but the inward man changes continually understand are we together the outward man doesn't change God does not do anything to the outward man you have to do something with the outward man God doesn't do anything with the outward man he only he only works with the inward man you are still that same boy you are still that same girl you are still that same person yes you are physically you are but we are talking about an inward change an internal change that cannot be seen but can only be discerned it cannot be seen but it can only be discerned spiritually you can pick it up that this person has a new being has a new heart has a new spirit now in order to fully understand your inward man you need to come to a place where you become conscious of your own spirit and many many believers today are not conscious of their own spirit we do not understand what it even means for the holy spirit to live in you now if you want to be led by the spirit of god you have to firstly understand that there are three realms of the human being 
that human being that God created, that the Bible said God formed man out of the dust of the earth and then he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. That man, that human being has three realms that every human being needs to understand. And if you, if you do not understand these three realms, you can never fully activate how to hear the voice of God. To be spiritually conscious means to be aware of your spirit. How many of us are aware of our spirit? How many of us? How many of us are aware of our spirit? How many of us respond to its leadings? And its environment. How many of us are spiritually conscious? How many? There are three realms of every human being. The first realm. The first realm is called the mortal realm. Somebody say the mortal realm. The mortal realm. The mortal realm is the realm of the body. It is the place of the physical and tangible things. Things that can be touched, things that can be smelled, things that can be seen, things that can be tasted, things that can be heard with your own ears. The mortal realm. The realm of tangible things. The realm of physical things. Even though every human being dwells in the mortal realm, most people, even believers, are super conscious of the mortal realm. We are too conscious of the mortal realm. Which means that we put our bodies, we put physicality above everything else. We put our bodies above everything else. Hence, we are more body conscious than we are spirit conscious. Natural and physical things mean more to us than spiritual things. It is all about how we feel physically. Such people judge things by what they hear. They judge by what they see. They judge by what they smell. They judge by what they touch. Stuff like that. The mortal realm. Many believers are too conscious of our bodies. We are too physically conscious. We are too conscious. We are too body conscious. It is all about what we are seeing when we are talking about the things of the spirit. We don't want to hear it because we are all about what we are seeing, what we are going through, what we are experiencing. Even though the prophecies we are giving you, you are not seeing it coming to pass because those things are spiritual things. And so in order to fully appreciate the meaning of such things, you need to come to a place where you put away your body you put away your physical surroundings and be conscious of the spirit John chapter 20 verse 19 even the disciples at the point were too much concerned with the mortal realm the Bible said John chapter 20 verse 19 then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. Jump to verse 24. 
jump to verse 24. Now Thomas called the twin, one of the one of the twelve was not with them when Jesus came. Verse 25. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. So he said to them, He said, Unless I see in his hands and the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails, unless I see with my own eyes, unless I touch with my own hands, I will never believe what you are telling me. So concerned about the mortal realm, physical things. Thomas, who had been with God, with Jesus himself, for more than three years, he said, unless I have seen with my own eyes, unless I have touched him with my own hands, I will never believe it. Mortal realm, so body conscious. Unless we see, unless we touch, we will never believe it. Unless we can smell, unless we can hear, we will never believe it. We are just like Thomas, so conscious of bodily things, earthly things, carnal things, physical things, tangible things. And after eight days, his disciples were again inside and Thomas was with them. And Jesus came, the doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, peace be to you. Verse 27. And, and Jesus said to Thomas, read your finger here. You said you won't believe until you touch me. So he said, reach your finger and touch me. Many believers today want to touch before we believe. We want to see before we believe. We want to feel before we believe. We want to sense before we believe. And that is why we are so carnal and not conscious of the things of the spirit. And that is why we are not able to hear the voice of the spirit and the leadings of the Holy Spirit. We are so much concerned about body 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 flesh body what i can see what i can touch what i can hear what i can smell oh god but it is my hope that we will come to a place that the church is getting to that we will not be so much concerned about the things we are seeing we will not be so much concerned about the things we are seeing and the things we are hearing and the things that are coming into our hands but we will be so much concerned and be fixated on the things of the spirit that we will not be distracted about the body about the flesh about the earthly things and we will be concerned about heavenly things spiritual things that we will learn to believe even when we have not seen we will learn to believe even when we have not touched we will learn to believe even when we have not heard because we serve a God who is able to do things that are not seen he is able to make ways that are not seen he is able to create doors that are not tangible I adore Shatah this God is able this God is super able I adore he is the way maker he is the destiny changer this God he is able to do things above abundant 
earthly all that you can imagine and even think my God this God is able to do things that we can even pray for he is the same God who is who was able to create another human being in the womb of a virgin without the virgin meeting a man this God he is able to do things that logically doesn't make sense that scientifically cannot be proven up to now I'm upon all the things that the scientists have brought up they are still unable to explain the birth of Jesus because it is not a matter of bodily subject it is a matter of a spiritual subject I wish we were on the same page I wish we were on the same chapter that we would also be into the new dimension of the spirit into the new dimension of the prophetic into the new dimension of faith and the leadings of the Holy Ghost that we will not wait until we see her we will not wait until we hear her we will not wait until we touch her we will not wait until we can see tangible things we will zoom in into the next rank into the next position into the next dimension somebody shout yes and by the reason of your shout shout yes and by the reason of your shout there is a shift there is a shift there is a shift if you can wait on God there will be a, a massive change on your life there will be a massive change in your spiritual life you will be able to equip and understand and download the leadings of the Holy Ghost am I preaching to somebody let the fire of God fall wherever you are under the sound of my voice we are tired of plant Christians we are tired of Christians who are unable to understand the leadings of the Holy Ghost who are still still, still too bodily conscious my God say I am not part say I am not part say I am not part this is my prayer for you that my God will change you and transform you on the inside that your body will, will be will be subject to your spirit and your spirit will be sharper and you'll be conscious of the Holy Ghost you'll be conscious of the Holy Ghost you'll be conscious of the Holy Ghost right now right now shout yes First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. The natural man, the carnal man, the man who is so conscious of his body. The Bible said he does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. It means that when you are so conscious of your body, you will never receive the leadings of the Holy Ghost. That is all I am saying. And that is what 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 is saying. You are too conscious of your body. I am hungry. I feel this. I feel that. I can see this. I am going through this. I, I have this issue. I have this challenge. Every complaint that you bring up has to do with your body. Have you, have you not considered that? 
Whenever you are complaining, you are complaining because you are starving. Whenever you are complaining, you are complaining because you do not have money to buy this. Whenever you are complaining, you are complaining because physically you are not able to do this. You are too conscious of your body. Body conscious. And the Bible is saying, anybody who is so conscious of his body does or will not receive the things of the Spirit. You will not receive the things of the Spirit. You complain too much. You complain too much. I told you, I just told you. This is the reason I was late today. I've been under serious attacks for months now. But today, the angel of death entered my room. The angel of death entered my room. That is why at the beginning of the service, I asked you to pray for me and for Elsie. Listen, one thing that is very difficult is to marry a prophet of God. One thing that is very difficult is to marry a prophet of God. And the spirit of death entered my room. And I had to deal with the spirit for close to 20 minutes. If it were you, by now, you won't join service and you will tell me, Papa, I'm going through a lot. I'm going through a lot. I just finished. I haven't slept today. I haven't slept today. The last time I slept was around 9 p.m. yesterday. Yesterday, I slept around 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. And that is all. I haven't slept again till now. I've been dealing with things. I've been praying. And just when I was about getting ready for service, the angel of death entered my room. And I've been praying and dealing with the spirit, with the demon. For, for close to 20 minutes. And right after I was done, I went to take a shower and quickly came to preach to you guys. If it were you, oh Papa, I'm down, Papa, I'm this, Papa, I'm tired. You are not the only one who is tired. I am tired too. Do you think you are the only one going through things? I go through things too. But the problem is, you are always complaining about your issue. You are carrying your issue ev everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And the Bible is saying, everybody who is so conscious of their own body will not receive the leadings of the Holy Ghost. But I pray that you will not be a part of that congregation. You will not be a part of that group. That you will be outstanding. You will be outstanding. You will be outstanding. Shout outstanding. Come on, somebody. Remember, I'm still breaking down the three realms of the human being. The first realm, as I've already explained, or I just explained, is the mortal realm. The, the mortal realm. So, so body conscious. Body conscious. I'm hungry. I feel this. I want to do this. I want to do this. Your body, your body, everything is about your body, your looks, your body, your body, your looks. Listen, you need to upgrade and get out of that realm. It is not good enough. As long as you are stuck in the realm of the mortal, you will never, you would never, I repeat, you will never receive the leadings of the Holy Ghost. Shout yes. I'm
I prophesy over your life that as we are advancing in the in in, in the service tonight, the Lord will continually wait on you until you get out of that realm, the mortal realm. The Lord shouldn't give up on you. This is my prayer for you that the Lord will not abandon you. The Lord will not leave you be. The Lord will not abandon you. The Lord will not forsake you. But He will wait on you until you advance from the mortal realm. Shout yes. Listen, are we together? Am I preaching? Or you don't like the message? Should, should we end the service? Where would I be, oh God, if you let me go? Where would I be, God, if you let me? If you let me go, where, where would I be, God? Had you left me, God? Had you left me, God, where would I be? Had you left me? Sometimes I can spend hours praying. God, God, may your presence go with me. God, may your presence abide with me. God, may your presence stay with me. I am not praying for money. Why are you wasting time praying for money? When you have the presence of God, the money will be drawn to you. I always say this, money is not missing. Why are you looking for money? Money is, is, is a subject to you. Money is supposed to look for you. It is not the other way around. Why are you looking for money? Money is not missing. Get back. The second realm. The second realm is called the mental realm. The mental realm. Everybody say the mental realm. The mental realm is the realm of the mind. The mortal realm is the realm of the body. Physical things, earthly things, carnal things, tangible things, things you can see, touch, feel, hear. But the mental realm, on the other hand, is the realm of the mind. It is a place of logical reasoning analysis and common sense it is a place of intellect strong intellect that is the realm that scientists and learned people get to and they claim they are now atheists they do not believe in god the mental realm it is a place of logical reasoning analysis intellect and common sense people learn they learn deeply and they are so certain they do not need God anymore because now they know. They have come to understand. Now they know. The mental realm. The mental realm. You raise sons and daughters for years and then in their own mind they get stuck in the mental realm and they are so convinced they do not need the father anymore. And the very day you believe you do not need your father anymore, that is the day you begin to dry, run dry. Because your father, your spiritual father, your biological father, those people, they are your roots. So when you abandon them, you will dry up. When you uproot any tree, no matter how strong the tree is, the very moment you uproot it and disconnect it from its roots, the tree, to, the, the tree will run dry. 
even if it will take years, it will run dry. It's just a matter of time. The mental realm, a place of logical reasoning, analysis, intellect, and common sense. All atheists are learned people. All atheists are learned people. And they are so convinced they are atheists because they are learned people. They are so convinced they are atheists because they have learned into deep things. They have entered into logical reasoning. They have entered into great analysis. They have entered into common sense. And now they come out to tell us God doesn't exist. Such people are critical thinkers. Hence, they judge things by logic. They judge things by common sense. They judge things by intellect. Which means they put their minds or their brains above everything else. Hmm. Do not forget your mind or your brain is your soul. Your heart is your spirit. Follow carefully. Now, Take me to John chapter 12, verse 3. Logical thinkers, logical thinkers. You see, hmm, personally, I am a logical thinker. I, I, I value common sense. Listen, the fact that we are talking about spirituality doesn't mean you have to cast away your common sense. No. That is not what I am saying. What I am saying is you must put your spiritual or your spiritual self or your inward man or your spirituality above your common sense, your logic, your logical reasoning, your analysis, your intellect. Take me to John chapter 12 verse 3. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil of spikenard, anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair and the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. Verse 4. But one of the disciples, Judas Iscariot. Mm -hmm. Judas Iscariot was a logical thinker. He was using common sense. He, was, he had a lot of intellect. He was analyzing things. Judas Iscariot. The Bible said in verse 5. Judas Iscariot said. Why was this fragrant oil not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? Uh-huh. Logical thinkers. Ah, why are you giving your tithe to, to men of God and to the church? That you go and struggle and you work for months. You work for weeks. You work for several hours. And you take 10% of it and go and give it to a church or a man of God. Logical thinkers. Listen, the things they say makes a lot of sense. But listen, being sensible is not good enough when it comes to God. When it comes to God, it is about wisdom, not sense. The Bible said, those who seem wise in their own eyes in the end are found to be foolish. Those who seem wise in their own eyes. They are very sensible. They are very reasonable. If you give in to those such people, you, you, you'll be shocked the way they can pollute you. They are logical thinkers. Mental realm. They are stuck in the mental realm. They don't care about things of the spirit. They don't care about the leadings of the Holy Ghost. They don't care about the voice of God. It is all about analysis, common sense, logical reasoning. <laughs> 
I'm not saying it is not necessary. It is very necessary to be logical. It is very necessary to have common sense. But what I am saying is your spiritual self must supersede your common sense. What is the sense in saying, let the weak say I am strong. I am weak. I cannot even get out of my bed. And the Bible is commanding us, let the weak say I am strong. Logical thinkers will say this is such a foolish thing. And this is why I am not a believer. And this is why I am an atheist. Because the Bible is full of foolishness. Yes. But the Bible said, the wisdom of God is foolishness. <laughs> oh God. In, it's foolishness to the normal man, the natural man, the logical thinkers. Yes, the wisdom of God. Are we wiser than God? Are we smarter than God? Let's move on. Judas Iscariot said, Why was this fragrant oil not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? Why wasn't it sold? Why didn't you use this money for this? Why didn't you use this investment for this? Why didn't you spend your time with this person? Why didn't you stay with this woman? Why didn't you stay with this man? And you left him or her because a prophet said, because God said, because the Holy Spirit said. Yes, logical thinkers. They will always make it seem like you are foolish for following the Holy Spirit. Logical thinkers. Yeah. When it comes to God, put away your logic. Put away your common sense. Submit your common sense to the leadings of the Holy Ghost. Do you need common sense? Of course you do. But make sure your common sense doesn't supersede the leadings of the Holy Ghost. But watch what Jesus says in John chapter 12 verse 7. Let her alone. Leave her be. Leave her be. Leave her be. Many of you, you are struggling with logical thinkers and what you need to hear is leave me be. What you need to tell them is leave me be. The woman couldn't speak for herself. Mary couldn't speak for herself. And so Jesus said, leave her be. Let her be. Leave her alone. And then you need to tell logical thinkers in your life. Sometimes our own parents are the logical thinkers. You tell them you have been called to do the work of God and they will tell you you have studied computer engineering for four years and you are going to leave it for, for preaching. Come on, you are better than this. That is foolishness. You see, that is the voice of a logical thinker. And when you give in to the voice of logical thinkers, you will always miss the mark of the Holy Ghost. The leadings of the Holy Spirit. You must learn to rise above the instructions and the voices of logical thinkers, the voices of critical thinkers, the voices of in intellectual men and women, the voices of people who believe. They have come to know through word, through books, through knowledge. It is not good enough. Even if it is coming from your own biological father, it is not good enough. If I had given in to the voice of my parents, I wouldn't be here today speaking to you. They told me it was an unnecessary thing to do. That they didn't take me to school for me to come and preach. They didn't take me to school 
for me to come and be a man of God. If they wanted me to be a man of God, they wouldn't have taken me to school. Yes. But I said, no, I need to rise above this. I said, I will not give in to their voices. Even though they are my parents, I am not going to listen to them because I know what my God has said. And God was back there. He was waiting for me. He was waiting for me to rise above the the, the pressures of the logical thinkers, the pressures of the people who were trying to overcome the leadings of the Holy Ghost with their common sense. And God waited for me. He waited. He waited for me. He waited for me. And I pray for you that my God will wait for you. My God will wait for you. That my God will wait for you. They will insult you, but keep on. Keep on rising. Keep on rising. Do not give up. They will, they will tell you your dream is foolish, but keep on rising. They will tell you the instructions you have from God are not really from God, but keep on rising. They will tell you you are a very foolish person, but keep on rising. They will tell you you are not being reasonable, but keep on rising. They will tell you you are a nobody and you are disrespectful and you are not submissive, but keep on rising. They will tell you you are not humble, but keep on rising. Because you know what your God have said. We're gonna do this song. You know what your God you have said. Jesus said, "Leave her be. She has kept this for me for the day of my burial." Jesus meant what she is doing for me is a spiritual thing, but because Judas Iscariot was a logical thinker, he said, "Oh, please." Give us a break. Give us a break. We are tired of, of your numerous messages. We are tired of your pro- prophetic instructions. We are tired of your hearsays. We are tired of your revelations. We are tired of, of the leaders of the Holy Ghost. We are tired of your so-called whatever. We are tired of your this. We are tired of your that. But I know that in all this, God is still waiting for you. I know in all this, God is still there for you. In all this, God is still waiting for you. Do not give up. You keep on messing around. But do not give up. You keep on going back into the world. But do not give up. You keep on going back into common sense and sleeping with women, sleeping with men, doing things that are abominable. But keep on holding on. I know that God is waiting up and He is willing to wait. If only you are willing up to rise above it, then God will wait for you. I came to prophesy over your life that your time is not ending up. Your near is your end up is not now I came to prophesy to you that my God has a good message for you has a better message for you greater is the end greater is the end greater is the end and surely the glory of the latter house surely shall be greater than the former the glory of your end shall be greater than the former the Bible said the beginning of a thing is not as important as the end 
I prophesy over your life that in the end it shall be glorious. I know you are broke now, but it shall be glorious in the end. I know you cannot afford that bright price now, but in the end it shall be glorious. I know you cannot buy anything tangible for yourself now, but I know in the end it shall be glorious. Do not put your faith in man. Do not put your faith in man. Do not put your faith. Come on, receive it now. The fresh fire to do great things. Achieve great things. To keep on moving on. Keep your fire burning. Keep your fire burning. Keep your fire burning. Am I preaching to somebody? My God, are we on the same page? Shout yes, shout yes, shout yes, shout yes, shout yes. Shout yes, shout yes, and by the reason of your shout. By the reason of your shout, by the reason of your shout, the strength you need to push is coming now. The strength you need to push is coming now. Come on, receive it now. The strength you need to push is coming now. Nothing shall overrule you. Nothing shall overcome you. Keep on moving. Keep on moving. The road is clear. The highway is clear. I clear the roads for you. That is my job. I clear the roads for you. Keep on running, keep on running, keep on running. If you are tired, keep on flying. If you are tired, keep on flying. But under no circumstance should you turn back. The third realm of the human being is called the spiritual realm. The spiritual realm. The spiritual realm. My God. The spiritual realm is the realm of the heart. It is the place of intangible things. Things that cannot be touched. Things that cannot be smelled. Things that cannot be seen. Things that cannot be tasted. Things that cannot be heard. Things like faith. Things like belief, things like love, spiritual realm. People who live in the spiritual realm, they put their spirits above anything else. They put their spirits above their minds, above their intellect, above their brains, above their logic. They put their spirits above their bodies. People who live in the spiritual realm. We're gonna do this song. Spiritual things mean more to such people than what they see or hear physically. No matter 
how you treat them because of what they have heard from God, they will keep on doing it. No matter what the attacks might be, they will keep on doing the work because they know what they have been given to, to do. The task that has been assigned to them, nothing will stop them. Not even persecution, not even frustration, not even breakup, not even confusion, not even poverty, not even pain, not even affliction, not even entanglement, not even breakups, not even divorce, not even loneliness. They know what they have heard. You will insult them, they will keep coming. It is not because they are foolish. They know what they have heard. You will treat them anyhow. They will keep on coming. It is not because they are fools. They know what the Lord has said. You will do whatever you want to them. They will keep on doing it. It is not because they do not get tired. But they know the instructions they have been given, man. <laughs> 